Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe with Ryan, uh, Tim Thurber. Wow. Oh, God. Hello, people. <laughs> and this is State of Atlanta Live. Ryan, you need to have your thing unmuted if you're going to be uh, cracking a beer open with us. All right. Yeah. I got one. All right. This, uh, this may be our yeah. best episode ever because uh, it doesn't seem like Ryan's um, mi- microphone's working. So it'll be uh, just a lot of Tim and me. I don't know. Testing, Testing out this well, live thing on on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash State of Atlanta is the page. But if you're listening to this live, you already know that. But if you're not listening to it live, that's where you'll go to hear this again. Hopefully it comes out. All, All right. right. How you guys doing? I'm doing well. Um, hanging in there, quarantine week 80. Yeah, I forget how many days it's been. I stopped doing my uh, uh, my my chalk outlines, the background, as I've been upstairs the past couple of weeks. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's a blank wall it, for you right there behind you, David. You just put some red marks in there, you know, or blue. I don't think the wife would approve of uh, starting to do uh, marks on the uh, guest bedroom wall, but uh, yeah. We maybe we'll get back downstairs to the uh, to the studios next week. It's been uh, a lot of work going on down there with uh, some what little free time we have during all of this. But um, yeah, uh, let's talk about when we may be seeing some sports again. Uh, I have a new conspiracy theory this week. All right, what you got? All right, I think right now when we are getting uh, close to having the name and likeness rights coming out there to pay these players the ncaa was not sure how to handle this or what to do so like we need another season to knock this out so let's do let's create a weaponized virus in china and ship it over to the state so we can shut down uh, uh football and basketball and all the sports until we can figure out how we're going to pay the players and maybe we cut a few schools out they can't continue sports any longer they got to drop programs they realize how bad of an idea is to play players that is quite the conspiracy theory you got going on there, David. Um, yeah. Not too far off of other people's conspiracy theories, though, right? There's a, there's enough of them out there to go around. So, uh, yeah. oh, hey, by the way, uh, hey, John Weaver, thanks for watching. Hey, uh, Tanya Maxwell. Tanya Maxwell, thanks for joining. Tanya, yeah, get it yeah, right, Tanya, man. Tanya, got to get it right. Max, Max, Max. yes. Um, yeah, so that's just something I was thinking about today when I was putting together some stuff for this. Uh, they... Uh, this is all behind. This is the NCLA is behind all of this. That's a I mean, if any organization is capable, oh goodness, <laughs> right? If yeah, any the, the, you know, organization's capable, you know, it's them. It would be them, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, there was an article came out by uh, the illustrious Brett McMurphy this week, where I like he tweeted about it and he said that he surveyed all 130. Uh, FBS ADs, and this was where the results, but if you actually read the article, which no one does anymore, uh, only like 113, which is a lot, 113 replied, but his tweet makes it sound like it's just, this is unanimous consent from all 130 ADs, and it says that 61% predict that college football doesn't begin until October or no- November. What do you guys think? As long as it starts, I'm okay with it. That's it. Right. It's that simple. Yeah, well... 14% believe it begins in spring. Uh, so it kind of leads me to believe we may actually get a, you know, a, 
some fall football going on. If only 14% think of spring start, but the, if you go further down into his little stats and whatnot, uh, of the 61%, I think it's like 75% think it's going to be just an uh, eight or nine game conference schedule, not doing the, the full out of, out of uh, conference schedule. I mean, that kind of disappoints me. I kind of, I think football will happen. Well, football will happen. I, I agree, Ryan, in some capacity, but you know, one of the big things that the G5 guys are, uh, G5 ADs are talking about how is how they need to have the out-of-conference games to pay for the programs. And we're already talking about possibly programs ditching football or dropping down or something and something crazy going on. And if we don't get the money games in there, that's even more of a chance that something like that would happen, right? Yeah, I think we need the money games. I mean, us and most G5. I don't know. I feel like we could survive this. I don't know. Just scrape through it. I think we could, but I guess I, I think it's going to be the P fives are probably the ones that are more likely to say that let's go ahead with no uh, out of conference games. But the, that's some big money games for them too. There's those first weeks where you have the the Bama's playing the Texas and or whoever. I don't even know who they're playing this year. Those Chick Fil A kickoff games. It's a lot of TV money coming through. That's actually another thing. Uh, one of the ADs said that if the uh, TV companies have any say so on uh, TV networks have any say so on how many games are played, then you're going to play 12 games because TV people want to get as many games in as possible. That would definitely cause a problem if you only want to play eight conference games, right? Mm -hmm. A four and four record gets you a bowl game? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. That'll be fine. Whatever. And maybe they cancel the bowls, you know? Whatever. Yeah, that's another thing I, I was thinking about. I feel like you, we're probably not going to get all 674 bowl games that they have nowadays. <laughs> uh, just, I just think logistically, it doesn't make sense to even try to – if we're starting in the spring, it doesn't even make sense to try to like have them uh, in, the, in the spring because you do your, your playoff games, maybe your signature bowl games, like the, the top 12 money-making bowl games or something like that, but I don't see them having all of them. <clears throat> yeah, I think you have playoffs, and then you may, maybe the New Year's six or whatever it is, and then and then that's it. Which likely means no G five programs in a bowl game, right? I mean, yeah, unless you, yeah, maybe the the New Orleans Bowl or something like that. Or not New Orleans Bowl. What is the one that uh, the Access Bowl get, or whatever it's called? It's the Access Bowl, I think. The Access Bowl. I think yeah. we we uh, generally lose money on them though, so. Right, right. Yeah, so that, that, that's not the issue. Um, yeah. We'll lose money on them. We'll still lose money on them either way. But I think it'd be kind of weird just to have, you know, half dozen bowl games or something in May <laughs> leading into uh, <laughs> Memorial. Because that's what you're talking about is it could be a Memorial Day championship weekend for college ball if they start in the spring and they do a full 12-week or 12-game season for everybody, which would be kind of crazy. I don't know. Um, I guess one of the other questions they had was uh, the ACC and the SEC play eight, eight conference games, but uh, the other power fives play nine conference games. And now it's like if we're doing just conference games. Either the ACC and SEC need to add an extra or the other programs need to drop one, which comes with its own level of confusion of now trying to figure out how you're going to, who's going to add. Exactly. I would assume you're probably going to add. You're not going to tell three conferences to play, play a less game. game. You're probably going to have, ACC, NCC add one game. 
I mean... Yeah, and the teams are available for it. They're already, like, not playing certain players every year. So, I mean, not players, right. uh, certain teams every year. So, they would just, like, make that happen. They've, I mean, the SEC has been talking about going to a nine-game schedule for years now. So, Well, yeah, what is SEC's big issue with that is you've got too many, um, like, rivalry games that they don't want to change by doing something like that. Yeah. That's the big issue. They've had their scheduling set up for a long time, and I'm – even just adding a game will probably cause drama as far as who has to play who. Well, know, let's face it. It's, it's college sports. No matter what you do, you're going to have drama with it. There's no way of doing it without any kind of cause, – <laughs> Right. Cause you're not going to make everybody – because you've got the, the combination of fans. you got the, the students, and they're the, probably the stupidest fans altogether. And then you've got <laughs> your, your diehard, your, your 85, 95-year-old fans that still expect to be wearing leather helmets or something like that. And you got your younger, more recent grads who are still kind of the drunk party scene people who just want to play the in-state rival every single week and or whatever. You're not going to get any, you know, unanimous uh, support from your fan base whatsoever at all. I mean, other than Georgia State, we have actual like sane fans that uh, right. yeah, can absolutely. rationalize and know the position of what's going on and what's best for the program. Which I, I, I'm not kidding. The Georgia State fan base. <laughs> knows his best for the program. The problem is the athletic department is not the Georgia State fan base. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we should uh, we should just take over the athletic department. Us. We'll do it on a exactly. volunteer basis and we'll and we'll do development. We'll do uh, that's the only thing we really need to do, but <laughs> sorry, T- Tanya pointed out I was doing more than than watching. I I have a tiny little USB cord here I was fidgeting with. Uh, thanks for calling me out on that one. <laughs> Luckily, that's all uh, you're fidgeting with, David. Yeah, well, my hands are between, between my, in my lap fidgeting. I can tell usually, you can imagine what it looked like. Usually, you guys aren't listening, so we just – yeah, we just we just let them go. You know, we just – me and Tim just sit here while there goes David again. <laughs> it's it's not like we go back and rewatch these things. So. Second time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said another thing I was reading about. They said that it'd be a, a ninety days if we do like a full twelve weeks starting in the spring. It'd be basically ninety days between the championship game and the kickoff of the following season. So not a lot of time for uh, you know, players to recover or whatever. But which is fine. I get over that. You're, you're, you're talking, talking about, about eighteen and twenty-two year old kids. Three months to recover. Fine. You sh- you'll be fine. But a good. Uh, this is actually in the Brett Murphy article, which I thought was probably the only thing that was interesting in there was if you only have 90 days between seasons, the likelihood of uh, coaches being on the hot seat and possibly getting fired really diminishes. Like we may actually have like no coaches on the hot seat, no coaches getting fired because you don't have enough time to have somebody else come in and start the program over with their version of recruiting, putting in their offense and their defense. So it could be a season where literally no coach gets fired. So any team that has a coach that they're wanting to get out right now would probably be anti 12 week season. Cause that's another year for them. That's a good point. I mean, it's kind of like an extended stay for some coaches, right? They, stay of execution. <laughs> stay of execution. Do we have any hot seat Sunbelt coaches? I don't pay enough attention to the other teams to know if there's anybody. Cause I would say Sean Elliott's definitely not on the hot seat. No, no, he's fine now. Yeah, I, I have uh, no I mean, idea. He's, he's yeah. actually on the he, he's on the the perfect seat. He's on that um the the room temperature seat 
you know, it's not even warm. Like, you know, someone was sitting in it beforehand or anything, because the only way he's leaving is if he has a crap tack or a couple of seasons and he's not going to get, I mean, with us getting rid of him and he's only going to get picked up by having a really, really good run of seasons. So now I, I guess we're not, we're not I, losing to a higher program anytime soon is what I'm saying. But if we're taking over we're at the athletics department, we have a passionate fan base that's anti South Carolina recruiting. So I don't know. Well, we might get rid of Sean Elliott. Well, if, you know, if, if the three of us are taking over athletics, then, I mean, it's going to be a fight for which one of us wants to be the head coach, right? You can take it, David. All right, maybe what we do is – I'm pretty sure anybody would be better at defensive coordinator. So any one of us could probably do a better defensive coordinator job, right? Then we'll have your dog be the defensive coordinator, Mops. Mops? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she couldn't be doing anything. No, no, he's right? offensive. So – yeah, she. Sorry. <laughs> she. Yeah, everyone <laughs> in my house besides me is female, Ryan. There's, uh, there's no, there's, there's yeah. nothing else going on over here. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I did find it interesting. Also, in the article, they said that basically whatever happens is going to come from a unanimous decision by the P5 conferences. So no matter what the G5 conferences want to do, it's going to come down to what the P5 conferences want to do. That's uh, why I, I get on to you when you talk about how, like, if we set up some rule that makes it explicit the difference. And I'm like, the way the NCAA is already set up is that if they all vote one way, there's nothing that five can do about it. No, I, you, you're not there's wrong. There's already a distinction. You're not wrong. But why put that in writing? Why make it there? You it know, is already in writing. <laughs> no, it's, where's it, what's it in writing? There's no there's no writing of what a P5 or what a G5 is, except for the fact that they talk about it all the time. No, no, no. If, if, the, if the P5 conferences disagreed with the G5 conferences, you would think that there would be a stalemate. But if the P5s can always outvote the G5s, then there's fundamentally something written in there that allows the G5s to do that, or the P5s to do that. There's a distinction. I agree. So uh, John Weaver is uh, chiming in here saying that uh, Coastal Carolina's head coach Whatever that guy's name is, maybe on the uh, the hot seat, uh, which I guess I thought the the CEO guy already left, right? And then they put somebody else there, but the the guy who was there is still there. Well, he was the the stock like, market billionaire. I don't, I don't know if he was even a CEO. Was, was he just like a stock market bajillionaire or something? Well, did he actually coach them once they got into the uh, FBS, or was he gone before then? He did coach them. <clears throat> I think it was just this season. I thought it was just this oh, season. This, this that is his he, first season. Um, he left. Hmm. I, think I should so. probably pay way more attention to stuff like that. Maybe John really... can tell us if he was. John, John might know better than me. Yeah, I just I talk out of my ass a lot. So. Is John going to be our intern for the episode? We can just send him out to look up things. For... <laughs> we and, well, can... John actually, we don't need to send him out. John actually probably knows this off the top of his head. So uh, right. he's he's just... the one that should probably have a podcast doing talking about Sun Belt sports and Georgia State. He knows a lot we more about it. Than know, but I, I thought the whole finish your sentence there, Ryan. <laughs> oh, whole... sorry. I thought Tim was talking too. I thought Tim was talking too. So uh, I thought the whole point was us uh, talking shit about things we didn't know about. Well, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I was just going to say, they could be the uh, fact checkers, the people watching. Yeah, we definitely just apologize. That would be great to have some fact checkers just to like, <laughs> just point up like, eh, you know, just do the old family feud eh, thing. <laughs> as soon as we say something that's wrong, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep on going without even. Don't even be like, don't but even I said it confidently. <laughs> don't even clarify anything whatsoever at all. Just keep it going. 
All right. Uh, so uh, intern Weaver has said billionaire guy left before they went FBS. All right. Which I, I could kind of see the writing on the door. Uh -huh. with that. So they needed, they needed stadium expansion and they needed money to go FBS. And uh, so if you have a billionaire as your head coach, the school's going to come to the head coach every, oh, well, we need 10,000 more seats in the stadium. Oh, we need to pay for a new sport to be created. Oh, we need to do this. And they're going to start beating down the billionaire's door. From my experience with billionaires, there is billionaire on paper, but not the paper you can actually cash in a bank. It's, uh, he's probably, he's probably mm -hmm. broke. Spent all his money on Epstein's Island. Doesn't have any money left for uh, spending on sports. Hi, Tyler, by the way. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Is that athletic department, Tyler? No, that's a, a buddy of mine, Tyler. Okay. Oh, okay. Thought we were about to get in trouble. <laughs> well, Ty Tyler's not with the program anymore, though, right? I mean, I, I guess we not? shouldn't put people's business out there. I I don't know. I might be making stuff up. I'm making Ticketing stuff up. Tyler's again. gone. I thought so, but I I just I don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> I rarely ever do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know ticketing Tyler was gone. I like ticketing Tyler. You yeah, might not be. Seriously, do not do just, just stop right now. <laughs> like I don't want to start rumors. Is he quitting? <laughs> Does anyone know if Tyler's gone? I, I, do Do we know where he is? He alive? Do we know if title Tyler uh, ticketing Tyler no, is still alive? Guys. Should we Should we call nine one one right now? Should we put out an all points bulletin for ticketing <laughs> Tyler? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! I need to drink more. Yeah, you do. You should drink more before we start this whole thing. You doing a few hours tonight, home. Ryan? No, you head on down to have too before we started. I had a lot of beer before we started. I was at home with two kids all day. Of course, I was drinking a lot this morning. What time did the uh, beer start flowing for you, David? I try to wait until I start cooking dinner, but we eat dinner early, so. Uh, it's like four o'clock. So I've only been drinking for like five something hours. Nothing too, nothing too crazy before going on to the internet live. Yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. So, uh, so there's talk of a 12 game season or an eight or nine game season. Whatever. Which, which do you think is more important? Is it important to have a 12 game season or is it just, let's get the conferences played out and see where it goes. I would be fine with an eight game season. Honestly, like 12 games is great. We need the money. So if we can get to it, do 12, if not eight, but under no circumstances, zero. Do you think, do you think that maybe uh, the P5s do their, little, their conference only schedule and then the G5s like still play their FCS game or something? Or is the, the NCAA is going to come down and say, no, the Power Five has made their decision. This is what we're doing. It's an eight or it's a nine game conference schedule. Figure it out and go about it. If it, I mean, we're talking about hypotheticals. Hmm. I don't know, Ryan. You're more versed in the NCAA rules. What do you think? No, no, I'm not. They just make shit up as they go. So um, just like everybody else, right? Um, so I, I don't, I'm not confident. I think I'm, I'm confident that they will do whatever is in um, their own best interest, which will probably be more games. And that might be um, more games with fewer fans in attendance type of thing. You know, like you just games and nobody's there because the team is right. I don't know. But I think, I think they'll probably play 12 games. Do you think that matchups would actually change? 
like uh, maybe the out of conference matchups change to be more regionally based or something. So, or maybe Bama doesn't want to play us now and we do a home and home with ECU or something, or just that we actually may not be playing the same teams we think we may be playing. Like, is that a possibility? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see that. I, don't, I just. I, I. I think it's too soon to even be speculating, just because. Like, no, no, Ryan. We we have weeks and weeks of episodes to record between now and then, so we're going to speculate as much as we possibly can with now, now and then. So our everyone's best Panther Talk buddy. Shut down. <laughs> everyone's best Panther Talk bud Panthersville was talking to me over the past week, and he had a suggestion which I think is awesome is we just do an in-state round robin. So it would be Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia State, and Georgia Southern would all play a home-and-home with each other. I mean, I I guess you could throw Kennesaw State and Mercer in there. Cool. I mean, it's it's, it's a cool story, bro. Like, what fantasy land is he living in that he thinks that anyone's going to agree to that? No, if I had suggested that and it was from anybody other than Panthersville, would you be shooting it down as quickly as you are? Yeah, no, we've been best buds lately. Can we uh, add Valdosta to that mix? No. no we'll probably, we'd probably lose to Valdosta, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> They're a powerhouse, I've heard. We're like, talking about Valdosta High School because that's going to be rough. Valdosta State. <laughs> Valdosta State. They, they have more flags than Statesboro, don't they? Doesn't Valdosta have more flags than Statesboro? I don't know. How, how would this round robin work? Like, is it at the end of the season? Is it? No, talking about if, if they're going to shut down football or if they're trying to find a way to, to reconfigure football, you just, I guess, schools play their most regionally viable programs. So to a state of Georgia round robin, and it'd be a home and home for aren't every we, school. Are, aren't we closer to Auburn than we are Valdosta? Well, yeah. So, so we're talking regional and like closeness. Like, we'll, we'll go ahead. And... It depends. It depends on how long it takes you to exit off of the interstates, or just stay on the interstate the entire time. Yeah, I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't think it makes sense. I don't think it works. I think it's one interstate to go straight through. Yeah. No, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I think you take 20 and it's like right off the highway. Well, sorry guys. No, Auburn's not off of, Auburn's not off of 20. Auburn's off of 85. My bad. I thought I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Get if a I map, play, uh, when we play UAB first, right? They're closer. I think that the comment was just doing a whole Georgia, a Georgia round robin type thing, which I thought would be kind of, cool because it means we get to play georgia twice that season we play in athens and we get them to come to georgia state stadium and then we get a, our tech home and home it happens you know several years earlier we already played southern screw those guys whatever but two chances to beat them in one year than you know having only beating them once so i think uh again intern weaver hitting the the highlights valdosta was the division two champs recently so yeah i don't want to play house i don't know Hard pass. <laughs> no, we play, we, we play it. What if we beat them? Are we the D2 champs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would totally wear that badge of honor. D2, get Georgia State D2 champs printed up if we beat Valdosta State, if we beat Valdosta State. It depends on whether or not that we play them here or there. I'm sure they have the hometown advantage down there. We, we, up on the, up on the um, state, up on the stadium, you put a sign, right? Yeah, right there with our, our, well, I guess our, probably our three bowl appearances. I guess two before, but I guess they probably put the third one up there. They will before the next season. Uh, we'll put their like, D2 champions. Actually, we won three bowl games for the D2 champs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. That's stupid. Uh, something else they were talking about in the article was if 
we, if college football started in October, November, there could be a break in the middle of it over the, um, the two semesters going in from the, the fall semester into the winter semester, spring semester, what it's called. Uh, but I don't know why would there necessarily need to be a break. College basketball plays right through without a problem with no students on campus. Uh, unless you just want to take off the week of Christmas just because, but I would love to watch football on Christmas and New Year's. I mean, more football on Christmas and New Year's. I'd be all so, about that. I think, yeah. I think Christmas and New Year's follow on a Friday. Uh, Weaver, check that out for us. They are and, on Friday. Um, and on Friday, so we could get still Saturday games, 26th and second games. I'm going to give that. I guess I, don't, I, don't, I guess my question is I don't understand why they thought there would need to be a break for it. If we have basketball games that happen during the exact same weeks, why can't we have football games? I think, yeah, I mean, why not, right? Yeah. Just because students are out of campus, you can still play football. I yeah. Um, that's that was all in that article that I had. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, well, there was so the group of five uh, ads all asked, or a group of five conferences all asked NCAA to lax the requirements for what it means to be um, uh, a D one program or a FBS program, so that maybe they could drop some other sports or something like that. Hey, Ryan, if you want to drop off, just drop off. And don't need to badger me about it in the chat, all right? <laughs> we'll see you back here in a minute, dude. Hopefully you can stop downloading things in the background, turn off your uh, BitTorrent things and your uh, other random stuff. Hey, Randy, thanks for joining us. we got a Texas State fan out here. All right. All right. Thanks for <laughs> Randy. No, we hear him laughing as he goes. It's like the most... Right. Most Joker thing ever. You just hear him laugh and he leaves the chat. But uh, anyhow, uh, so Tim, uh, the G5 commissioners asked the NCAA to relax requirements on being an FBS program. One of those was the number of sports that they have to be required. Right. Uh, the NCAA came down and said, no, we're not going to do it. We're going to require everything's going to be upfront, which is the way the, the article like kind of leads you to believe. But if you go to read it, what it says is, they're not going to make a blanket acceptance. It's going to be a waiver by waiver request. So a school can submit and say, hey, we want to uh, change this or suspend swimming for two seasons until we can get back in into the, the uh, black on everything. Uh, so I don't think that really – I think pretty much everyone else will probably get approved, right? Unless, unless you're a huge money making G five, like what's the biggest G five program? Like um, UCF or something like that, right? UCF, they're, they're Memphis, pretty high up there. Uh, one, of, one of those type thing, yeah. Or even when the naval or the the military academies, you're not going to tell, you're going to deny the military academies the ability to play, uh, or something like that. Uh, so that's kind of, um, I don't, I don't think it has that big of an impact. I think that you're still going, you're still going to probably approve all of those as they come through unless just someone's being stupid about like oh, we're gonna drop all female sports for five right. years and yeah then no that's gonna I be mean, shot down are you shocked the ncaa said no like you, you have to keep all your sports you have to apply well so here's the problem here's the problem i think i think what it was was georgia state's name was included in that list and so the NCAA said oh no we, we have a blanket no policy to georgia state so we're just going to say no to it and you know, be gone with the whole deal. 
But yeah, so there's 16 sports required to have, you have to have 16 sponsors, 16 sports to be FBS, 14 sports to be FCS, and then 10 sports to be division two. So I think that no one's probably dropping all the way to division two. I, right. I just don't see him having to drop that many sports to do it. It's possible though. Apparently, uh, and I, I stole this because I stole everything. I, I don't do any research and I haven't have an original thought in my head. Uh, Never, except, no. ex- except for my conspiracy theory about the NCAA being behind all the coronavirus. <laughs> That's quite um, the theory, by the way. Yeah. I, it's legit. I, I prove me wrong. You know, get get that was it the louder with Crowder uh, yeah. meme going on. Get a picture of me on there. Prove me wrong. Um, so uh, on the Sun Belt board or whatever, they were saying, oh yeah, University of New Orleans dropped to division from Division One to Division Three after Katrina because uh, they realized how bad it was to be in New Orleans. But they build their way back up to Division One. I. I guess the way the thread was going on there, where they're kind of talking about if, if there are schools in jeopardy of dropping to FCS or even to Division Two, maybe because we're, we're looking at maybe a conference realignment kind of thing. That's what we're hoping for is a big, huge, ginormous conference realignment. Yeah. What could happen is they could basically create a new conference. There are schools that have to drop back with like an automatic admission back into FBS or division one, once they get their finances back in order again, which would be awesome. I think. I mean, obviously I thought, you know, a realignment's coming anyway, right. With my comments today to our state of Atlanta, (laughs) Patreon thread, our Patreon uh, group chat. Yep. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's going to happen. I think, I think this is going to be the impetus for, a realignment of conferences and it's going to become more geographical and more peer institutions and we'll be in a conference with UAB, but we can yeah, say that I, for later. If you yeah, want. I think that, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the UAB pickup uh, or the, uh, the home and home with that. I, uh, I agree. I think that as long as Charlie Cobb can keep the athletics program, you know, run along, there are going to be a lot of changes that could come out of all of this throughout all of college sports. But I think Georgia state may be one of the programs that's going to come out on top. Uh, I could see, I don't know if there's any American conference, American conference teams that are really going to suffer dramatically from this. There'd definitely be some conference USA teams, but I could definitely see a mix up of the conferences that gets more geographically kind of, like we talked about last week with the kind of the merger of conference USA and, and the Sun Belt. And yeah, there could be a shakeup that could get us in some better programs to play, more fun programs to play, and closer programs to play, which would be great for road trips and everything. Ryan's back. Stop talking about it. Ryan's moved. That's that's the best part about it is we couldn't talk about Ryan the entire time. If I didn't say anything, we know he'll never go back and rewatch or listen to the episode. (laughs) So he would never have any idea about what we said about him. I don't care what you say about me. I know you don't. All right, so John says <laughs> Boise State. Boise State is a program that could drop down. Anything, John? Or are you just I shouting think out team a top names? budget? Top budget. Oh, top budget. Really, yeah. Boise State's the top G five budget. I, yeah, they're they're pretty much they're a P five. They're a P sixer, right? Well, they yeah, they be. definitely deserve they're just to not be. in the P six. Yeah, well, well, they were riding high with their Big East invitation, and then the Big East was like. Well, well, we don't want to be a conference anymore that includes football. So, sayonara, boys. I'm going to uh, 
show the beer that I'm now drinking. Stay gold. So good. Since I got the shamefulness of drinking the Miller Lite, I had to upgrade. So what, uh, what is a stay gold? It's a uh, IPA, mm-hmm. 6% alcohol. It's, um, it's kind of a collaboration uh, with Run the Jewels. So oh, yeah, I just... I picked, up a, I picked up a Creature Comfort uh, collaboration with Allagash. I forget the name of the beer was, but uh, it's a it's a charity beer. Like the money goes to charity. Get comfortable. Yeah, you know I is? picked I picked up my Paps collaboration with Delicious Beer. Well, you know what? I think Ryan's only one drinking an award winning beer. Yeah, so. I mean, you guys talked about Stay Gold, but you see this ribbon right here. That's a hey, real you know award. Talk- That's a real hey, award. Ryan. Hey, Ryan, you know how we talk about no one cares about Southern's six uh, lower level flags their wins yeah you're talking about a championship that was won 1893 buddy 1893. exactly exactly over a century ago you know that's, that's before they even had real beer every time i have a beer it wins in my heart <laughs> yeah you said like a proper southern fan i still go back to whatever the episode title was that ryan's a southern fan uh, i am a little concerned though ryan only has 12 ounces what's what's going on there uh i buy two 12 packs at a time right now so he's got a he's hey, money's tight right now. You know, you never know when that next paycheck's coming. What do you What do you need from me? I, I don't know what you want from me. I'm supposed to buy a bunch of t- tall boys. That's too actually much to we carry. have everything we need from you right now. Your video quality and your audio quality are coming through so so much better. Right? <laughs> I'm right next to my router now. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so we're just Izzy, talking about Izzy might like come in out of nowhere, but that's fine. Nah, that's fine. Yeah. She, that, that's 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 her story though, right? Yeah. <laughs> you might know her. So we're, we were talking about is the possibility of some of these programs having to drop to FCS or possibly even Division Two, uh, and how it could affect this entire the realignment. We have a realignment going on that we were not expecting whatsoever at all coming out of this whole thing, right? You think so? I don't think yeah. so. Go back and listen to it. You can hear all of our thoughts about it. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, <laughs> that's 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 baloney. That's not happening. You don't think you don't think any programs will drop? You don't think Monroe will drop? <clears throat> um, not anytime soon. And I think that what what'll end up happening is somebody will think that they're being altruistic and and help them out, and they'll they'll get floated alone, and they'll stay where they want to stay. And um, well, yeah, if the LA Lakers can get um, a small business loan, why can't uh, Louisiana well, Monroe? Right? I mean, they they legitimately probably qualify as a small business, like with their revenue. <laughs> Yeah, well, pretty much every college athletics department could operate as a business. Just yeah. some run, some are a nonprofit. They're not, they're not making anything on it whatsoever at all. It depends on how you how you quantify it, right? If you say it's like number of employees, it's probably pretty low for a lot of programs. Oh, I don't care about that kind of specifics. That's like that's like stats, man. I'm not I'm not a stats man. But I, you don't want to talk about accounting. I mean, because we can talk about spreadsheets with you know red and black and. Yeah, we see. Leave it to the guy from Athens to bring up red and black whenever he freaking can. Ooh, kill myself there. Oh, I don't know. Facebook, Facebook might kick you out, man. They might, yeah. might be done. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Uh, there was a interview uh, with Mark Becker about um, what's going on with all of this stuff right now. I just thought, uh, was it was it Eleven Alive? WSBT? I don't know. Javita Moore. Which which channel is Javita Moore on? Who watches TV, dude? What are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I saw it on the internet. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> but Becker gave a little bit of insight. He says his goal is still to have students on campus in fall. 
maybe doing larger courses um, online and the smaller course, the hands-on the labs and stuff still be in person with restrictions and everything, but he's still operating on trying to get fall to the campus to be fully open. My, my, fully. my little brother texted me right before we came on um, asking me about housing options and like whether or not the, the, the commons are, or are close to campus. And I was like, yeah, that's walkable or whatever, but, but also do Aspen Heights cause you'll be two blocks from my house. You might have yeah. to take the shuttle, but like do Aspen Heights. <laughs> yeah. And if you're in Aspen Heights, it's all the athletes, you know, they're getting tested every day over there. Yeah. They're safe, man. You're good over there. Actually, didn't you say there's testing going on in the blue lot? Yeah. Yeah. Or? Yeah. So I drove by, by the blue lot the other day and I saw um, some national guard people out there in like a tent and uh, they had COVID-19 testing. So they started, I think on Saturday or Sunday doing drive-through testing and I guess you, you have to download some like Augusta State University app that lets you do some kind of online virtual screening and then they'll set you up with, um, I guess they just pre-approve you. You don't have to set uh, a time that you go or anything. You just drive through. It's been dead. There's been nobody there. So I, I imagine you just drive up. Well, I mean, does anybody know about it? <laughs> I, I, um, so I Googled it and I, it actually was a struggle. I found some local news talking about it. Uh, but they said that they expect to do like 260 uh, tests an hour or something. I'm like, there's no way that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, there's I think tests. I read an article on, um, it was made AJC, that there's actually testing at Georgia State, and they said there was no one there getting tested. Like, you, still have to, you still have to qualify, so that's the problem. All right, you Ryan, still we're going to need you to um, uh, go down there and get tested and just kind of do a little uh, man-on-the-street type thing for us. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, would, I would try, but I bet they'd turn me away because I don't have any symptoms. I mean, I'm coughing, coughing a little bit. Still. You were coughing like crazy just, what, six weeks ago. I'm still coughing every now and again. But there I just, you go. Perfect. Yeah. Symptoms. It takes go. more. I was still, like, taking my uh, – I, I still have been jogging three times a week. I have no shortness of breath. Nothing. Oh, aren't you, Mr. Fancy Pants? Darn right. <laughs> uh, what else did you say? Uh, I don't know why I went straight to this. It's just – I, apparently, I was really bad at sorting my notes this today. Um, eh, we're only live. It's fine. Oh, he did say that they have uh, more freshmen this year than than last year. Like they're still increasing their enrollment uh, year after year. So I think I actually stopped uh, watching or listening to the uh, interview. This was when my computer was getting repaired and it got done. <clears> so <throat> it just kind of stopped halfway through there. But anywho, uh, you guys got anything else about the? Uh, how coronavirus is impacting college sports or whatever. Not really. Yeah, good. No. You guys have brought nothing to the table. Appreciate it. Wait, right. I just uh, told you all about how I knew about the, the, the drive-in testing. I, I brought a ton to the table. Yeah, you literally gave us nothing about it whatsoever at all. Wow. And even, even what you said was you disagree with what they said. 260 in an hour? Yeah, it's not happening. That's because I was the man on the street. I drove by and there was no, no way 260 people were going through there. Yeah, well... I mean, are they doing the test there on the spot, like right there? Are they going to be? Yeah, like, it's a it's a tent. Or is it like, or is it like they take the people that go through there all day long, and then they can process two hundred sixty at a time in one hour? I don't think so. But they're but they're doing the swabs, so they're jamming them into your nose, like all the way back to your brain. Yeah, I saw the I saw the oh, picture of like the, the, the drawing of it, like it goes yeah. all the way back and like tickles your back of your brain and stuff. Yeah, like your your arm just starts wigging because like they. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, there's just like parts of your body start tingling because they're touching different parts of the brain. Yeah, it looks weird. Like I, that's how people like swallow swords and weird stuff and 
pull strings to their nose out of their mouth and yeah i think i, 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 think I would punch somebody in the face if they jammed a swab that far into my brain but do you think those kind of weird just, feelings those weird feelings like there's like nerves that have never been touched before and you're kind of like what where is that coming from that's a weird messed up kind of yeah <clears throat> maybe we should just go and do it for fun they uh, won't let you is what i'm trying to tell you, you i can to, cough they're about to uh shorter, relax bro. all that though i think <laughs> what you gotta pay for it yeah pay for it so we have plenty it. of tests now like they're gonna relax the like standards for actually getting to do a test soon Oh, that's good. I want and I want tests. I want instant tests. I want tests every day. I want like they make if them. I walk up to somebody and they say hello, I can like, test them and it goes back immediately. <laughs> like, all right, you're cool. Now I can talk to you. Otherwise, move along. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get too political or anything. But they make them. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next subject. Um, they make them here. So... <laughs> all right. What is your political statement for the for the day? They're not allowed to sell them. They're not approved for sale in in America, so they export them all. But uh. they have 15 minute like prick your finger and 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 you're good. I'll right. do that all day. That's easy. <laughs> I got 10 fingers. I can do like 10 times in a row. I hate needles, so I'm sort of like maybe jam the swab into my brain, but... Uh, no, needles don't bother me. I'd rather do the needle test. Like I would be... A little prick of butt. This, this blood, is what that's I, it. If I were to try drugs and it was fun, I'd have no problem. Needles don't bother me at all. I could do no, needles all day long. I hate them. I went with a friend who was doing a nursing exam and like she needed a test doing IVs and she was, I don't think she even made it into nursing. Uh, she was not good. She just poked my arm all day long and couldn't find a vein. I really I wish mind. we'd stop talking about this now. Let's move on. What's the next thing on the agenda? Well, the big news of the day was <laughs> yeah. that Georgia State football announced uh, four games with uh, Birmingham, with UAB, with the Dragons. Just four? Yeah. Just, well, yeah. That's and uh, Ryan, or sorry, Ryan. Tim, what was your first comment on the whole thing? uh basketball what no well sorry sorry what was your second comment on the whole thing oh future <laughs> i didn't want to make you that look that stupid talking about basketball future conference mate when the whole conference g5 oh yeah see now you, you get a qualifier now you're like future conference mate i'm like i don't want to go to conference usa that conference sucks so i don't go to conference usa i don't know anything about this you said four games it's not like a home and home it's like two home and homes what is yeah it? exactly it's two home and homes so we do uh we're um we are home 2027 and 29 and then we're in birmingham 28 and 30. so all right we're we're talking seven and ten years away from now is this range yeah but that's like um i think you you and i at least have been talking about this for a long time how good it would be just to play uab every year right like that's a good program them in like charlotte right we like we should play them natural regional rival type stuff i yeah. agree and i think uab was actually on our schedule when uh, before they shuttered football oh and that was a home and home as well i believe i think so yeah yeah uh so yeah when i saw this immediately love it i, I love playing uab that's just two that's and a half hour perfect. drive right you can't be yeah that. it's one of those kind of things you can it can be a, a day away game you can drive a couple hours out there uh plenty of time to tailgate unless they do like a, a noon or 11 a.m start or something but it's an hour behind so you get that extra hour on your way there uh even if it's a night game not, not a long drive back you know honestly the drive back from birmingham to atlanta at for a night game could be just like the traffic of getting out of downtown atlanta and making it to the burbs 
Yeah, but I live Saturday two night. blocks from the stadium, so I just it's fine. I just talking about our I'm talking about our fans that live uh, far away. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, Birmingham's not like a you know booming metropolis or anything, so hotel rooms are probably pretty cheap. Yeah, sure. I went up there for a buddy's uh, 40th birthday party last year, and they, they got some great breweries out in Birmingham now. I we actually had a great time. I came home from that uh, birthday party, which is effectively a bachelor party because it was at the but all the guys going, and uh, I came back with a bloodied up leg, and I lost my wedding ring. So, <laughs> so you had a good time. To be fair, I lose my wedding ring like all the time. I've lost <laughs> my wedding ring so many times. At this point, it's Lost. just a, it's just a uh, an Amazon like free with shipping kind of thing from China. So, store yourself like twenty of them, and you can lose them. Constantly. That's actually what I'm wearing right now. When I lost it, uh, and the room, the hotel room I was sharing with my buddy, I'm like, I'm like, where the hell's my ring? And he's like, oh crap, we, we can go find. Them. I'm like, eh, I've got more at home. My wife bought a bunch of last the last time I lost my ring, she bought a bunch of them. And then the funny thing is I had that cheap ring for the longest I had any of my other ones. And then uh yeah. So uh, yeah, Birmingham's I fun. You, I think uh, Birmingham's got a lot of good breweries and like even Monday Night Brewing is building a brewery there in Birmingham. So why would I, I do really... that? Why would I do that? I have two Monday night brewers here. Well it's okay. an option out there. <laughs> to see how their water tastes different. Yeah. Uh, Side note, did you, uh, to geek out a little bit, did you notice that uh, Monday Night Brewing's website or their domain is uh, monday.pm? No, that's good though. That's That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's clever. I like that. It's clever. It's good. Somebody thought of that. By the way, I looked after I saw that, I looked up to see if .atl was a domain extension and I I can't get state of .atl. It doesn't exist. I think... Are you sure? Because I thought like anything exists. No, nope. there's 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 a lot of them, but there's not all of them. Oh, so. all right. But no, the 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 Birmingham thing. I think that's awesome. I hate how far away it is, but that's the way college football is. For whatever reason, they schedule games out from when your kids are going to be, you know, teenagers driving cars, moving <laughs> out. Like, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Yay. It's, it's one of the kind of things like when this game finally comes, when this 2027 game finally comes about. I'm, like, I'll be, all right, I remember talking about this game back when I was in my 40s. And now I'm 50. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. I always forget no, how actually, much older you are than me. I think I say that actually, every time. I'll be, I'll be 49. So, okay. uh, you're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, Ryan. Yeah. Stay in uh, Birmingham when we have the game. Why not? Hotels are probably. Damn dirt cheap. I think I've Especially stayed in Birmingham when we when we played in Tuscaloosa because Tuscaloosa sucked. And they were like full, and then we were like, "Well, let's just get to Birmingham and then we'll stay in a hotel there." And it was I like, actually drove back that night. That was miserable. Uh, well, we we I think we tried to, and then we got to Birmingham and we were like, "Nah, we're staying. We're just no. stopping here and sleeping." Well, mm-hmm. which is convenient to be able to have the ability to, to do that. Oh, uh, so John, the, the intern is saying that uh, the Children's Museum in uh, Birmingham is way better than the Children's Museum. Let's do that. Let's actually go, and instead of tailgating, we'll go to the Children's Museum. So what we'll do is we'll just drop the kids off at the Children's Museum, and we'll come back, well, I was going to say four hours later, but that's the game. We'll come back like eight hours later. We'll go tailgate (laughs) for three hours, go to the game for four hours, then one hour of post-game drinking in the parking lot before picking the kids up. 
you just show up to the children's museum. You say, is this daycare? And then walk away. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So there was uh, some tool bag who writes for AL.com, Evan Dudley, who tweeted about the, the matchup saying the battle of I-20, Georgia State Panthers uh, playing against UAB first game in Georgia Southern Stadium. That's like double mistake, right? You, no, you no, no, Ryan. And, if, oh. you, if you if you've not seen this yet, it gets better. Okay. So he gets he gets ripped on Twitter for this, where he's, uh, you know, you got it wrong, whatever. He says, "I'm too lazy to delete it and because in Twitter you can't edit a tweet. I'm too lazy to delete and retweet it, but I didn't change it because I got it right in the article anyways. So he left it up." How lazy, I, how horrible. How do you get it right in one place, right? Can I report it? Is there a way to report this? Yeah, who, who is it? Yes, where who is, is this? It? What's, What's his going name? On? Evan Dudley. Evan Dudley. All right, Evan We're Dudley. Right. Yeah, he, uh, he he took some some uh, flack for it, and uh, Ben and him got into it. Uh, ben obviously coming on the winning side of that. Even the Georgia Southern fans were like laughing at like, like I was expecting them to make comments with the, the, the Paulson Stadium North or whatever. But uh, the Georgia Southern fans are like, uh, there's not even such thing as a Georgia Southern stadium. It's because they've got their, whatever they call that practice field they have down there. So what are we going to report here, Ryan? Is it suspicious or spam, abusive or harmful, misleading about a political election, or expresses intentions of self-harm? Oh. I don't know. It's it's uh, definitely uh, hate-mongering. It's abusive or harmful, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's offensive. It's hate speech. Oh, now you got to answer why it's harmful. Disrespectful or offensive? Yeah, that one. <laughs> or targeted harassment? Oh, targeted God. harassment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good one. All right, everyone that's watching, you need to go report this post. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> it says, who is Dudley uh, targeting? <laughs> yeah, someone else. <laughs> Me or someone else. I'm going to say me. <laughs> <laughs> you specifically. <laughs> uh, so I went and looked at our, our future schedules after this UAB announcement. And so we still have a 2023 home slot and a 2024 away slot available, which is uh, perfect for a home and away if we can find somebody who matches up with it. So I went to go look and to see if we um, just – messed up or whatever and to see if UAB had an availability that matched that. We could have played these games sooner. Did not. They they had availability for one but not the other. So that's that's fine. So we didn't delay the game at all. But I decided to go look and see who else may be able to fit Georgia. this spot. Georgia does not. Georgia does not. But <clears throat> Tennessee does. Ooh, this has hey. an open away slot in 23 and a home slot in 24. Do you think they're ready for this. a rematch? No. Also, we're not either. We just we just yeah. need to let it go. The the order it would be is they would actually come to Atlanta the first and then we'd go back up there the following year. I think we just end it one and one and call it a day. We never play Tennessee again and we just keep that record. <laughs> yeah, well, we can, what you're we saying is a they're scared. We're not scared. They're the ones that are scared. I'm gonna have let, let athletics toy with them and just like 
hey, we got we have an opening. You want to play? And just we should, list it out. We should totally announce it. Yeah, go, go get out there and do a Twitter campaign like Georgia State Athletics. Be like, hey, guys, we have an opening. You know, we'll come down. You guys come down here. We'll head up there. That would be a well-attended game. That would be a well-attended game for a Georgia State game, I mean, for Georgia State fans. Like, they'd be oh, like, they would want to see it happen again. Right. We'd have to open the upper deck, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was like literally see... the entire upper deck. Just you could sit in the nosebleeds and have lights in the way. You could still watch the game. Well, it, it makes sense to put the Tennessee fans up there because they could feel like they're on their uh, silly little rocky top thing, like way up, way up in the air in the mountains. And I mean, our probably... stadium is ten times better than theirs. It's it's ridiculous. Oh my how god, crappy that stadium insult. is. That's an insult to Georgia State Stadium to say that it's way better than that piece of crap dump I mean, of concrete. We... My error was that um, I said 10 times and, and negative times a positive is a negative. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but I, I looked at a couple other schools and uh, UCF would fit that. Ooh, schedule. that'd be nice. I would, I would do that. Yeah. I'm in on that way more. Yeah. yeah Definite yeah. future conference mate right there. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> former, former conference mates as well. And former. Yeah. Yeah, so I would like to see if we can maybe. So I think there was some some schools have done like or fan bases have done like Twitter campaigns to get two teams to play each other. Like we should totally just be like uh, start some kind of like hashtag thing to get Central Florida to play Georgia State on in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. We need to get our uh, our barstool guy. Uh, uh, barstool GSU, there. yeah, whatever barstool UCF most likely. Probably barstool UCF, yeah. Along with Georgia State Athletics and UCF Athletics, Just yeah, let's 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 get start the, that little war up there. Let's get something. I, I want to see the uh, what, what are they? There's someone at Knights, right? Knights, or Knights something? yeah, the Golden Knights, Golden the Knights, Golden, the Golden Showers. You know, Golden you Showers. Oh, whoa, whoa. things got weird. Yeah, this this is sponsored by Claremont Lounge. All when right. you grew up in uh, when you grew up in Florida, man, you made fun of UCF. That was the thing. But yeah, now but you the, don't. The UCF. 30 years ago is way different than the UCF today. The UCF even in like 98 through 2003 was different. Oh, well, yeah. They, when they start, they started football in the 90s, right? They did, but lower division. Um, they weren't serious about it. They got serious all of a sudden. Honestly, if we could just take all the athletics people that did that and put them in our department. Just swap. Well, I think that when we first started football, that was one of the things they said that uh, UCF was one of the programs they were modeling. And I'm like, well, you failed. Yeah, let's see. That, How, let me see that side-by-side -side comparison because I don't feel like you guys did that. Yeah, no, not so much. I don't think we kind of followed the same UCF, line. USF, we didn't follow either of those very well. Yeah, USF was, was good for a hot minute too. Uh, so that let me start thinking like um, – what are the teams that out of conference teams you would like to play? Like, what are the schools out there? And there's obviously everyone wants us to play UGA, but I'm talking about like what schools are we going to play that would be either just a fun and a home and a home situation. What would be a, a school you want to play in a fun home and a home situation? Uh, one that we must possibly have a chance to win or, or something like that. Like what schools do you think it would be cool that we should try to, get on the schedule that we've not played already. Do you guys have any, uh, 
Any thoughts in mind? I mean, the the people who I was uh, most excited to join Sunbelt for, which is uh, Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky, who who does not fit your criteria because we've already played them and beat them. Um, in a bowl game. FIU, FAU. You know, I'd like to see us play all those all those teams that I was excited to see us play in the first place. Yeah, I, I do have – I broke it down by um, conference because I got a bunch of them. But, yeah, I definitely have – Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. I was actually forgetting that we played Western Kentucky. Before, did we cool. play Middle Tennessee? Middle Tennessee was gone before we played before we played them. Right? We never played Middle Tennessee, and we never played Western Kentucky except for a bowl. They they left at and, the same time. And, and we, we did play them in basketball, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky are two programs. I think I would like to see us play because of how close they are, and those, depending on the year, could be uh, winnable games. Yeah, for us, they should be they they should be competitive games either way. That's we're kind of the same level at this point of those programs. Well, and they're both um, trips to Nashville. Like you just stay there overnight and hang out there because like they're both about the same distance from Nashville. Uh, intern right. John is letting us know that Western Kentucky smoked us in the dome. So that yeah, kills that. Oh yeah, he I also says, he also says we need to play. He says also says that we need to play Jacksonville State three times, and I agree. Because we need to get to parity with Jacksonville State. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> including FCS programs in here because I'm honestly scared of playing FCS programs. <laughs> oh, that's bad memories. Do we have to talk about them? I, um, um, you know what? I, that was a great uh, away game to go to, though. Like, I know we lost and there were some problems there, but I, I, I enjoyed the drive there. I enjoyed the. I, did I hang out with you, you guys there? I mean, David. I uh, think you Tim. and I hang out together. I think that was the first. Well, you and I knew each other before that, and we'd hung out and tailgate before mm-hmm. that. But I think that was the first time we tailgated together. Like, I, it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a good time there, I, and it was like a nice. Uh, the, I think I thought the stadium was like um, was like nice and compact, and like I don't know, it felt like easy to get was, to. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, as far as that game goes, how many other college football fans can say they were at a game? when their quarterback uh, kicked the ball, you know? So <laughs> that was a memorable experience right there. Uh, yeah. So um, other schools, I, I was thinking, oh, uh, Tim, did you have any schools that you wanted to see us play? I mean, you know, if you're going for F, P6, P5, probably Auburn. I know we have them on the schedules. That's They're on the schedule already. already. Don't count them. Um. No, I mean we've played all the like regional teams that I'd want to play or have them on the well, schedule. So like, I, Other than Georgia, obviously, and we have Georgia. So Tech I, now. I would like to play in no specific order. Uh, for, for selfish reasons, I would love to see us play Virginia Tech. I, I have uh, no desire. I have that would not do anything for me. If you've Nothing. never been to Blacks, Blacksburg is awesome. It's so I, much fun. I, I probably it's still wouldn't go. It's a, it's a killer college town. It's a lot of fun, and they travel well. So if we're talking about a home and a home. We'd get a good fan base coming to Atlanta as well. They they show pretty well for their Georgia Tech game every I was, year. Yeah, they're used to coming to Atlanta. So yeah, especially mm-hmm. schedule it on an off year from Georgia Tech. So not coming to Atlanta twice. Sure, uh, I think we good. Uh, again, also for selfish reasons, reasons uh, Syracuse. That'd be cool, right. but that's only that's because my my wife's family lives in Syracuse. So uh, I got a place to stay when I go up there. And I got yeah, babysitters got family up there too. When they come down here, it'd be cool. Um, and to a lesser extent, Virginia would be good. Um, I mean, then there's also like some schools I would want to go to just for the trip, like Miami or Boston College or Hawaii. Even, 
even Pitt. Yeah, I have Hawaii on there as well. Hawaii out of the Mountain West, uh, Hawaii or UNLV, but like there's no other reason we should schedule Hawaii or UNLV other than to get a Hawaii or Las Vegas trip out of it. Is um right. so is, is is Colorado in in Denver? I know Colorado State. I think is in uh, Colorado's uh, in Boulder, right? Oh, maybe Colorado's. Colorado Springs is where Colorado State is, right? Yeah, I think I think uh, University of Colorado is in Boulder. Okay, never mind. I would play uh, Duke or North Carolina. Those are potential wins, right? Well, we had North and Carolina on the schedule. We have North Carolina on the schedule. We could, uh, yeah. I mean, we could beat them, and it's a cool college town. Chapel Hill is great. I, I agree. Chapel Hill is great. Yeah, I have them listed on there. I like them. Uh, Duke, obviously, another one because that's a a P5 program that we could potentially beat on any given Saturday. Exactly. Dur- Durham is not great though, but you could always stay in Chapel Hill. Right. That, well, the Duke, Duke is not the the game we want to play because of the trip. That's the game we want to play just to beat a P5 program. Right, 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 right. We already did we that. We're good. That. We're good. The one, so I was going through the conferences, just looking at schools and everything. And then the one I got to Pac-12, zero interest in playing any Pac-12 schools at home and at home. Just, no, none. You know, you know, um, back when I was looking at recruiting, um, I always thought it was funny how much we competed with um, Purdue. And I think that could probably be a fun game because if we beat them, we, we would win some major recruiting battles that, that we lose. So you think, then we have uh, recruiting battles in Indiana, really? We, it's weird. They offer a lot of the same type of people we do. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking about that as far as um, like what schools in that kind of region, Midwest, whatever it's called, area – that we would kind of they would want to come play us, but I couldn't find anybody. And, and Notre Dame, I just ignored completely because, I, no. again, personal reasons, I don't, I don't like them. Purdue would want to. I, 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 um, I, I don't know what it looks like today, but a few years ago, it was like literally every single, you know, uh, recruit I was looking at was like had offers from Purdue as well. Plus, um, Purdue is where Drew Brees went, and um, as as nice of a guy that he may be. Uh, screw that guy for playing for the Saints. So no, I don't want to play. I don't want to play Drew Brees team ever. I would, uh, you know, I play USF. They have some good breweries over there in Tampa and St. Pete. Yeah, USF's not that bad. I mean, really, it's kind of hard to turn down any Southern mm-hmm. Florida school or uh, any Florida school for that matter. To be at Matt, for the most part, right? A yeah. chance to get down there, especially if it's like later in the season and you get a chance to get out of a colder, wetter climate to. Some Southern Florida stuff, yeah. Yeah, we haven't said Florida State though, have we? <laughs> I actually oh, yeah, let's play there. them. They're they're terrible right now. Let's play uh, them. Florida State on there, but like, who wants to go to Tallahassee? Yeah, so I was like, nobody wants to do that. So, yeah, I've got no interest. And then um, SEC schools, we've either played or scheduled the SEC schools that we want to play, other than Georgia. Um, I don't want to go to Gainesville. It's a pretty easy so. drive. <clears throat> yeah. But so it's the, like, so the, sort of in the middle like the of nowhere. So any other schools that you'd want to play some football games against? Nah. Tulane. Oh. Just kidding. Wait, what would you, would you say? Tulane. Just kidding. Uh, Tulane, I would like to play. Eventually you're going to have to play them, David. <laughs> I had them written down. Uh, well, one, we get to beat up on a Southern coach again. And uh, two, we have the uh, the Ron Hunter connection there. So Future conference mate, three. Yeah, that would be a future conference mate, uh, unfortunately. 
How are you going to handle oh, that? We'd have to play Tulane in basketball and football. Would you protest the game when we play Tulane basketball here and football? Well, I, mean, I don't protest when we, the Falcons play the Saints here. I just don't want to go. I just don't want to go to the game. I don't like it at all. Uh, so, in other news, the Georgia State 10-year football documentary came out uh, over, well, on draft day. Yeah, did Thursday. you watch it? Yeah, I did. I, did. I, did. I watched it on Saturday. I didn't watch it on Thursday. Wait, I didn't wait, watch wait, it on Friday. Final, uh, final rounds of the draft were on Saturday, man. You didn't finish? I watched it around 8 or 9 o'clock on Saturday, <laughs> oh, so the draft okay. was well done. And the, the undrafted free agents were already selected, which we'll talk about later. But uh, did you guys both watch it? Yeah, I watched no, it. I did not. It was shocking. I'm, I'm blown away that Ryan did <laughs> not watch this whatsoever at all. <laughs> it does always seem to be me, doesn't it? All right, Prue Benson is all about a two-lane game uh, for a, a NOLA trip. Uh, I don't think I know who Prue Benson is, but uh, no. no one wants to go to New Orleans, dude. Come on, man. No one wants to go there. That place sucks. Too many Saints fans and Tulane fans. Uh, but it's a documentary. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really supposed to be a documentary. It was what we found out after the fact. It was supposed to be like a pre-game video or a in-game video for the football season, this past football season, which I don't know why it didn't air, why it wasn't played. Uh, they just kind of put it together to, to make this 10-year documentary. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Tim, what did you think of it? Did you like it? I thought it was good. I thought um, they needed to add some to the end for the season we just had, beating Tennessee, well, stuff like that. Probably there wasn't – it was fair in the sense that it talked about, you know, struggles with getting fans to come to games, and it talked about our struggles winning, and it goes hand Did they, hand. I feel like they glossed over that kind of – that was the one thing that I felt like they really glossed over was they, there were some throwaway comments about having not won a lot of games. Like Will Lutz kind of said, yeah, we hadn't won a lot before that. Right. And whatever. But um, so I want to say – well. One, Tim asked me, like, you know, I'm really uh, anxious to hear what your thoughts are on this. And so I messaged him my thoughts about it after I watched it. And I haven't heard from Tim until today. He hasn't told me anything at all. So this is the first time I'm hearing it from him. First of all, I think the production quality was exceptional. Great production oh, yeah. quality. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was really, really good. Which most of the stuff that comes out from the school is pretty good. So I thought that was good. But, yeah, they, they stopped recording. They finished recording. Everything was produced before the 2019 season started, and that, which is fine. But after 2019 happens and you wait a full season to release it, maybe you could adjust a few things or do things. Because I think it, how cool it would have been. You're talking about 10 years of a program. You talk. You have Coach Bill Curry out there talking about having to buy the football. Actually, it was his wife talking about buying a football just to do the press conference interview because we didn't right. even own a football. If they would have shown those near wins or those somewhat competitive P5 games, like talk about Wisconsin. all the losses, talk about, talk about the Lambeth loss, talk about how much we struggled growing as a program, but then show that near Wisconsin win that was it that either the tide Oregon game going to half or whatever it was. And the Oregon it was like game, yeah. zero, zero Washington, half. Washington, you, Talk about some of those and like kind of like keep on emphasizing how close we were to beating that P5 program. Sure. And then 
in the in the whole series with the upset game against Tennessee and kind of discard the rest of the season maybe and say that it was a bowl se- third bowl season kind of a, or a something book, like book, that bookend the whole story right it, i right. think it would have really like if you're trying to use this as an uplifting powerful kind of deal for it and i liked i enjoyed it's georgia state i enjoyed it they could have how bad we sucked the entire time i sort of liked it because it's a georgia state product but i think they got a chance to really end on a super uplifting note if they sort of added some footage of that tennessee game the army win and then uh go into a bowl game uh for the third time there was a missed opportunity i guess they could just be like uh tiger king and add an episode done You'd be doing what? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Be like Tiger King and add an episode at the end. Done. <laughs> we'll get Joel McHale to come on there and do a, a last uh, season round. Exactly. There was one, th- and and we may talk about that. Or I may talk about um, documentary more in the later episodes, or maybe do a breakdown thing on each of the chapters or something. I don't know. Um, but one of the things that they said in there, I heard in there, which I had never heard before, it was almost kind of easy to miss. But they're talking about Turner Field, and Becker isn't being interviewed. And he says he was, or I mean, maybe it wasn't even Becker, it was somebody else that was with Becker. They were in D.C. doing whatever it is college presidents do and not their state. And they got a call from somebody in the city of Atlanta that said, Braves just announced they're moving. We want you to take over Turner Field. Like, it wasn't this Georgia State thing that came out the see we we all heard like you know there's gonna be this different margaritaville or whatever that thing was gonna be there's all these different, different Rita ideas read a world but, yeah yeah but no the city of atlanta it was always going to be georgia state stadium that was always I mean, we talk about that as fans we say it was always going to be georgia state stadium but no this is the I mean, city of atlanta actually here. called up the president <laughs> and said, this is your new home figure out a way to make <clears> it happen which i thought yeah. that, that was cool to hear I never it's definitely a gift from the city, right? I mean, yeah, but I mean, had either of you heard that before? No, but you know, like like I said, I I, I felt confident enough to buy a house here because I, I knew that none of those other things were happening, and I I, I knew it was like sort of in the bag for Georgia State. It oh, wasn't yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess have. I wasn't like a hundred percent sure, but like I was pretty darn sure. You know, I invested some money in it. So yeah, there was there was no way they that we're not getting. I mean, there had to be like some really weird stuff going on to. For Georgia not to have got it. That was just kind of cool to hear. Uh, yeah. Another, but a thing I don't get about it is it was kind of free over the weekend with a little password thing, which is freely available to everybody. But now it's like not available. It's like you can't watch it now. Oh, really? So I can't they, go back now? I don't think so. So like, I think if you go to the page now, it's just the, the, the little two-minute trailer deal for it. Is it not like, on YouTube? So are, we, are, we, are we waiting to like sell a DVD for this? Or is it going to be on iTunes as a digital download or something which i'll buy either one of those although i, don't I would buy it. i would buy it yeah but i mean yeah yeah digital download all that buy that yeah yeah i think going I mean, back why, to why, the why, whole what's the, why release it and then not just make it available unless they're yeah. going to try to sell like, like throw it up it on, throw, throw it up on youtube so you can like far reaching you can like expand it, yeah intern john with uh rita world pearl kingdom was uh, the uh the name of the opportunity Pearl you're missing forgot. the exclamation point which is key yes I don't, yeah that. no you're missing when, oh yeah john got yeah. i did not get it but that way i went back and looked at that last year awesome. I think, MS Paint. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. And there's, there's all the water, like they were building a lagoon there. They were like just millions of tons of water they were going to pump into this whole thing. But it had sharks wonder, in it. I, I'm going to say that, I, you know, I, I made the comment about investing in a house here, but um, I, I'm a little sad that I don't get this, that whatever that was, because it would have been amazing to live a block away from whatever that was. A Pearl Kingdom. Of whatever you could, that you could, was. you could have had a waterfront property right there in downtown Atlanta. It was like there. a lazy river, but not. No, it was something way else worse. Yeah. I thought the uh, the best part about us getting Turner Field was all the Southern people saying it wasn't going to happen. We're not getting it. It's never going to happen, and then it happened. Which is funny because it was like the exact opposite conversation we'd had up to that point. They're like, "You're not a real football program until you have your own stadium." And I remember Ryan's response was, uh, the University System of Georgia owns, uh, or sorry, the state of Georgia owns Georgia Southern Stadium, just like they own Lane Stadium, or Sanford Stadium, what it's called, Sanford Stadium, yeah. just like they own the Georgia Dome. So we play in effectively the same thing, but which is reaching, but it, I get your point. It is, yeah. But then also, like, so our response was, where are we supposed to build a stadium where are you going to find enough land in downtown atlanta to build our own stadium renting a stadium just makes the most sense and then turner field becomes available we're like we're gonna get that like nah that won't work yeah <laughs> why are you even trying like, because you said we had to have it yeah but now it's it's now we don't we don't have a football only stadium it's it's a retro it's not a, what do you mean it is a football only stadium well, it is a football only, it's a football stadium. only stadium but their claim to us is that it's not built yeah i don't i don't care well, nothing that, was that ever going to be good enough for them so right that means that the braves played 25 years in a truck and field stadium so i would say i would say painful. that the olympics and the braves played for however many years 25 26 years in a baseball in a, in a football stadium there you they go. Didn't know it. <laughs> they just, they, they didn't had no know idea. Time. <laughs> I can't argue that logic, Ryan. You're you're really nailing it at this point tonight. So see, I'm, a, a few, a I'm few a few more, more beers in. Yeah. Do <laughs> you guys better see my? I keep I keep staring at my own background. Uh, oh, over here, my uh, tiki, my my Mexican. Oh TV yeah, mask. oh yeah, you got that it there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back right there. there. That's always back there. It's in my background when I'm. Uh, this is where I take my business meetings during the day now too. So. Oh, maybe it does have a nice background for back Zoom. See what it is. Yeah, yeah, you guys are both talking. I, I have no idea what you said. Right. Tim made more sense than I did. So <laughs> it's a beautiful um, Zoom background for your business. Good, good. Yeah, there's some pictures of my baby and stuff, and some campaign stuff too. You know what? A, what a friend of mine. Next did, to the tiki, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a coworker of mine is with the virtual Zoom backgrounds. You can actually do video as well as uh, a picture. So what a buddy of mine did was he recorded his house while he was doing other stuff and then he used that video as his background so while he was on a conference call meeting with us you saw him <laughs> in the background like cleaning stuff or watching tv or <laughs> making that's a great <laughs> idea that's awesome yeah, yeah i might i might steal that yeah, go for it yeah go for it uh well on basketball there's also a big announcement yesterday basketball got uh, scheduling with kentucky which is what confused Tim, I think, today about the UAB Dead. scheduling. Hey, that's a uh, good. Yeah, they're good, they're good at basketball, right? Yeah, they're well. They use our colors, so of course yeah. they did. Yeah, so, they, they had problems this year, right? This year they were right. having problems with uh, 
like mid majors at the beginning. Well, was there was there problems that their players stuck around for another year? I mean, just just problems beating the mid majors. I think they lost to a mid major. Yeah, I feel like um, all all the all the big big guys like had uh, had losses to mid majors like early on. Well, and it's, Duke it's had just, a, a near miss with us, and then lost to like some like uh, I know Stephen Austin. Frustrating. School. It wasn't us. Ah, cosmetology yeah. or something. Yeah, it was like a week. Or, it was like a week after that game too. Yeah, close. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so close. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a good uh, get. There's a lot of um, distilleries around. University of Kentucky that I've not been to yet. So makes for a good little road trip. But football plays, well, as of right now, football plays South Alabama the very following uh, day. So there's not, you can't do a two. That's a, that's a real difficult two for. I looked it up. It's like a nine yeah. and a half hour drive. You want to go, Frankfurt? Frankfurt's where uh, nope. Kentucky is, right? If you want to drive from there straight down is to it South Frankfurt? Alabama. It's not Le- Lexington? Oh, Lexington. That sounds better. Yeah. That sounds a lot better. It's a lot it's better. Lexington. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky's John, huge, man. though. Shout out to John Evansville beat Duke. Evansville, man, ah, he is on it. Yeah, and I guarantee you, he looked none of this up. He just knows it. Yeah. He's hey, while you guys talk basketball, I'm taking a break. Uh, pee break okay. time. Yeah. When you go live, there's no pee breaks. Yeah. Until now. Well, this actually is a perfect time to, for Brian to go to the bathroom because uh, I'm going to throw it to you, Tim, for right. our TBT updates. We know Ryan doesn't care about it whatsoever at all. Ryan doesn't even know what the TBT is. Um, the TBT fair, is I, I, I barely know what it is. So, yeah, It's a basketball tournament for former players, right? <laughs> Alumni. Both um, college and um, uh, pro. College and pro, you know, and we have a team, Panther family, obviously. Right? Um, we haven't had any players announced until recently, which we had took us a while. We had one, the coach or the captain, um, Ryan Green, and now we have five other players. We got Devin Mitchell, Jordan Sessions, Demarcus Simons, Jeff Thomas, and Kevin Ware. Up, oh, Ryan's back. We should get done. We're still ineligible. We don't have enough players yet. We might not make it. Who knows? But hopefully we do. We might make it to what? To, to get to play. What is the TBT? All right. Sorry. All right next topic. I, sorry. I had a, uh, an audio malfunction with my, uh, my AirPods. So I'm now on my computer's microphone and everything so yeah uh tim last heard from you sorry everybody last heard from you said we finally got some players on we had one already assigned right we knew we did ryan green ryan green and uh the general manager of the team and demarcus simmons was already on there too right no he was i think he talked about it but he wasn't actually he had already teased yeah he teased but we officially announced april 27th yesterday Wait, but we still don't have enough players, right? No, we don't. We have six. I think seven appears to be kind of like the threshold to become eligible. We're still ineligible to be in the tournament. So oh, we figured out that's what it is. It's we need enough uh, players on the roster to become eligible, and then we need enough supporters to make them get in there. Right. So supporters, it's enough players. You have to have players, right? If you don't if you have one player, it's not. you're not going to get in. Maybe uh, it's probably a one-sided game on that in that case. But um, so I look when I signed up for it, not knowing what it was, 
we were like in the 60s of supporters and I looked today and we have 68. So we've not gotten any traction over the past few weeks. And our region already has six of eight teams eligible. So we need that. We need some more players eligible to well, become eligible. Who, who, who is up? Do you know, are you reaching out to any of these players to see if they'll be on the team? I personally did not reach out, but I did reach out to the Panther Tim, team. Tim, 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 man, this about, is your thing. I know. They talked about we're announcing soon, and they announced the six. Uh-huh. But I'm excited about where that's that's cool. Tim, can you uh, can you get the address that people can go to to sign up and uh, support the team? Yeah, so if you go to the tournament.com forward slash teams, you can search for our team Panther Family and sign up as a fan. And that fan support will help us potentially become eligible, so long as no, we have enough players. Yeah, it won't because we don't have enough players. Well, but, but well, we'll get some more players on there. I'm sure uh, RJ's having his lawyers look at his contract to make sure this is something he can do. That's a that's definitely a player that's been talked about potentially playing. <clears throat> That'd be pretty rad. Can we, well, who are the who are the kids? The throwaway kids that we had back. Uh, it would get put in like Casey Cagles, Tyler. Tyler <laughs> was there a Tyler? Tyler Gamble? No. Uh, Gamble. Gamble's right. Was it? Yeah, Gamble. Yeah, but and like Casey Cagles kid, whatever. The ones yeah. that shout their names. Right? Can we just get them? Can they just sign up to be on the team? Just do their do what they <laughs> like. Were. We're used to this rotation, man. Just you don't have to play. It's okay. You're on the bench. Exactly. <laughs> just put you on the roster. Uh, intern says that Malik Ben Levy teased about uh, joining the team. I, I would love to see Malik on there. Hey, maybe we can get Amit to do to get Manny Atkins to play because they went to high school together, or at least Jihad Ali. Yeah, we could Jihad, Jihad, Jihad. Wait, Ali, 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 Ali. Ali. Yeah, yeah. Ali. Tyler Gamble, Tyler Gamble, Tyler Gamble. We had it. We we with our powers combined, Tim. Wow. <laughs> Well, we, we, we'll take him. That'll be seven players. We can become yeah. eligible, enough fans, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we got to get some, reach out to some people and tweet them or whatever. You know, Curtis Washington was over here at the game. Why, why can't Curtis Washington come out and play? Um, I'll take it. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's our the tournament update. Go to tournament.com slash teams. Scheduled in July. You never know if it'll happen or not. Coronavirus, you know. Push back. Maybe it'll happen and we just can't be there. But like honestly, at this point, when it talks about sporting events happening with no fans, okay, just let them happen. I'm okay with that. I mean, we, if they can figure out how to play. Yeah. The city of pointing of, of pumping in fake crowd noise. We know how to make these things sound like there are fans there. We're good to go. Yeah, we'll just fake it. It's all good. Exactly. Okay. I mean, Wide out there and Depending on what sports play, if they could get this tournament to play somehow, people would watch the crap out of it. Absolutely. I mean, like, I watch the draft every year, but this year I watched the draft. I mean, it was like must-see TV. It's just something going on. I, like, watched until the Falcons, and then I started playing my video game. Well, you watched for you watched for majority of it then. It's like half, right? We were 16, I think. Actually, actually, which, funny enough, this leads straight into the next topic. Is the NFL nice. draft? Yeah, yeah. So um, no. where we had uh, multiple Georgia State uh, athletes were drafted in the early rounds. No, I was watching a different thing. 
Yeah, yeah. No Georgia State players were drafted. <laughs> no. Two so were on teams, right? There were six or seven Sunbelt players drafted. Uh, a couple App Staters, a couple of Louisiana. Makes sense. Ooh-la-las, a couple of yeah. players. Actually, I guess uh, Ulala had the most. They had three, it looks like. So from, yeah, I mean they've been they've been solid for a while now. They had a round two pick. Uh, so oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Robert Hunt guard to the Dolphins. They actually had they had two guards picked, which is weird. Right back. Yeah, so yeah. You guys need to learn how to get bladders, but. Uh, so App State and Georgia Southern, two teams we played this season, both had a couple of players drafted. Georgia Southern did too, huh? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, they had uh, Kendall Vildor, the cornerback, and where's the other guy? Uh, Tyler Bass, uh, place kicker. Well, uh, the important thing to know about Georgia Southern right now is that the Falcons actually drafted a place kicker uh, which means that they do not give a shit about the Georgia Southern kicker that they have right now. Yeah, they also didn't give a crap about um, Blakenship from Georgia. Hey, 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 he didn't hey! Of it all. Hey, so. hey. Well, he got picked up. He he didn't get drafted, right? He but he got picked up. Yeah, I think he did get in free agency. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, which we so Georgia State did have two undrafted free agents. Uh, shout out to Brandon Wright going to the Jags, and then. Hunter Atkinson, he's looking to make me buy one of these new crappy Falcons uniforms. Hell yeah, man. Uh, an agreement with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I will be pulling for him. Big time. I, I, I've always sort of been pulling for Hunter, man. I, uh, <clears throat> I, was, I was telling you guys that I had like a recruiting thing about him. But like when, when we first were recruiting him, um, it was kind of longstanding, and, and we recruited him at tight end. And um, – at the very last minute, Georgia came in and scooped him up. He, he had actually um, committed to Georgia State. And then Georgia scooped him up at the very, very last minute, and he went there. And before the, the spring training or whatever they, whatever basketball does, I mean, <laughs> football does, was over, like he had, he had like left. And everyone said it was because of his girlfriend or whatever. I have no idea what the deals, deal was there. But then he ended up coming to Georgia State anyway. Uh, and just having to sit out a year because of of whatever ended up happening there. Because the NCAA sucks. What? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the rules are stupid. Yeah, exactly. So, and, but but he's been like a, a highly productive member of our offensive line since. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of Hunter. Uh, obviously, you know, I am dying to have that first Georgia State player on the Falcons. That will be my tried and true jersey that I wear every single game. Uh, so. If it's Atkinson, let's let's do it. I'm on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad about it at all. He's a good yeah. player. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, sadly, uh, Trey Barnett did not get picked up anywhere. Which um, I don't know if there was a big chance for it, but he had a, just a breakout season. He thought maybe he'd gotten a a pickup in the free agency or the undrafted free agents market, but didn't happen. Um, yeah. Hopefully, he can find his way on a team somehow. You know. Uh, so Ben Ben was commenting on Panther Talk that. Uh, with the way things are going with this whole pandemic stuff that I see a lot of players getting picked up uh, as they normally do. So it may work not in his favor, which is unfortunate. Hopefully he gets somewhere. I mean, there's Canadian leagues and whatever. Hopefully he has an opportunity because obviously he's an explosive player that deserves some professional looks. 
So, um, you guys got anything else in the? Oh, there was something I wanted about the draft, not Georgia State related at all. But Randy Moss's kids been playing for LSU and did not get drafted, which I think is pretty surprising. Well, oh, wait, and then when I watched the LSU game, like he was awesome, wasn't he? He's a wide receiver, right? And he was amazing. Tight, tight end. And tight end? Oh, yeah. Thaddeus Moss. Uh, I, I don't have – I didn't write it down, but uh, I think that he did get picked up by um, a team undrafted. That's kind of surprising. You'd think that – yes, exactly. National championship team, you know, uh, mo- legendary receiver's kid, you think right. – a little, just something like a seventh round, at least. Like we'll, we'll throw away something to have rights to him or something. I mean, re- regardless of that, I, I I think I remember watching the the national championship game and and them noting him and some of the amazing plays he was making. And I was like, well, he's a good player, right? I mean, that's that's the weird part, right? Who cares who he's? And then uh, whose dad know, is? Other right. players, uh, just a little locally, the Jake from did not, and he went. Six, 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 yeah. So, 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 quarterbacks weird, right? Because you always get, um, you always get quarterbacks who are rated lower. They get lower draft grades, but but because of the teams that need or the teams that pick first need quarterbacks first, so they they take these lower draft grade people, and then like quarterbacks get spread out. Feels like. Well, I I don't pay a lot of attention to, to Georgia. Like I I root for all Georgia. <laughs> with the exception of the obvious. Uh, but I don't really pay attention that closely to it. And so I know like Jake Fromm was like this, you know, all-star quarterback, at least you know, that first year when they went the national championship run and everything. So I just assumed that he was like a low first, high second round kind of draft pick, and but it, without paying any attention to it. So he kept on dropping and dropping and dropping. I'm like messaging my Georgia friends. Not that I care, but like what the hell's going on? And I guess – Last season was really, really bad for him, and just kind of tanked his his opportunities there. The thing is, is your low first round uh, teams are your best teams, and they don't need quarterbacks. And then your in the second round, they've already taken their quarterbacks, the people who need them. But there were quarterbacks taken ahead of him that I would I I can't remember now, but there were quarterbacks taken ahead of him that didn't seem to be as profile as what Jake Fromm was. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe mm-hmm. there's some problem with his uh, with his game. Jacob Eason was picked in the fourth round. Yikes. He was a former Georgia quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, that Fromm stole his job. Yeah. So, but you, you think about going from, let's say, a high second-round draft pick for Fromm, <clears throat> and he goes down to the six, he went from getting, you know, a $10, 15000000 million contract, potentially, to a one, maybe two at best type thing. Like that's I was telling my wife about it. I was telling Kim about it. I was like, that's not retirement money. Like if you get if you can get 10, 15, 20 million dollar contract to play three or four years, you're just done. Yeah. If, if you manage your money appropriately, that's retirement money. You get yeah, right. two million, like you know, that's great money. It's great, great money, but that's not gonna survive you. You're not retiring off of that. I mean, unless you live in a hut. <laughs> yeah. Well, you really gotta manage that well. Yeah. So I mean, I just I don't really care about you know UGA and Jake Fromm. It was just kind of one of those things that were surprised. Being local, it kind of surprised me. I was I was intrigued. I was following. It was interesting to me. I think I paid more attention to Jake Fromm in that in the draft than I ever did when he was quarterbacking for UGA. 
I think I paid attention to the draft up till pick 16 and then stopped completely. Just that's, turn that's it off. Yeah. I watched I watched all <laughs> the first round. I had uh, some friends and I did a Falcons draft party watch. Uh, draft watch party. It was so long. I could not believe how long. I know they were talking about how short it was because of like how quick the, the picks were coming in, but I could not believe how long it took. Uh, we're an hour and a half into this podcast and you're doing okay. It's kind of we were like three hours in when we got to 16. Well, no, it wasn't that long. Wasn't that long? It's like two hours, two and a half hours, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was I crazy. I don't think you know how clocks work. So. It took forever. <laughs> Well, that's all I got for this week as far as the episode goes. Well, it sounds like we have enough because an hour and a half is a long time. Yeah, that's a solid episode right there. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, what I learned this episode is that we just need to have John on the episode. At all times. You need to have him on the speakerphone. Call well, we just, we just should invite him to the podcast in an yeah, upcoming I'll week. Open invitation anytime he wants to be on the podcast. Welcome to yeah. So what did you guys think about doing the? Uh, we'll talk about this a bit more in last call. But what did you guys think about doing the uh, the Facebook Live kind of thing? You like this? Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, it's good. I think it was good. Yeah, I was a little upset that I had to move and like my internet connection, but that's on me. That's you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's it was cool. solid. Like the last what bazillion weeks? What happened? I have no idea. Uh, it happened to me at, when I was recording another podcast earlier this week too. I was up there and I ended up having to take the video off, but then I couldn't do that here because because we're doing the Facebook thing. Because it's so, video, right? Yeah. It, well, I mean, like we're specifically putting the video out there, so I don't know. This is, this is good chatter for uh, last call, which I think we'll head into. That's true. Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I want to thank, uh, obviously, thank uh, Tim and Ryan for uh, being on here and. Uh, thanks to everybody that uh, was watching. We did have a few listeners, viewers on Facebook, which is pretty cool. Uh, if you like this and you want to see us do this thing weekly or more often or something like that, let us know. Let us know. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, John, I would, would love to have you <laughs> <laughs> just with us every single time. It was great. Uh, You've what, more yeah. than earned your spot. You can even, even kick either me or Tim off. <laughs> you can Probably, have just him just kick tim off <laughs> oh we are going to head into last call uh which will be on patreon patreon.com slash last call and be available to everybody on friday for free on the audio version and available uh to our patreon members uh immediately as soon as i can, as soon as i can get through all this kind of stuff it's hard to do it now i, I don't i'm not as quick with it as i was before but uh thanks ryan thanks tim Bye, all Thank you. And uh, thanks, everybody that was uh, watching and listening on Facebook. We really appreciate it. Cheers. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.